This episode is brought to you by HP Instant Ink. No one is reading your mind, but HP Instant Ink knows when your printer is running low and sends new cartridges before you run out. So you never have to think about ink. For details, visit hp.com slash instant ink Spotify. Conditions apply. What's up, everybody? Welcome to Signals from the Frontline and the Ninth Realm, your only Wednesday live cast on Twitch. But you can catch us 9 a.m. Pacific Standard Time every Friday on iTunes and on the YouTubes if you would like to listen or watch non-live. Nice. That was These good. Words. That was, that was first, a good opening. The first of the clap. That's really good. Can't actually clap because the microphones will pick it up. So. Yeah, that was good though. I like that. Thank you. Thank you. It's uh, episode 599 or something. What? Should we start no, over? 559. Yeah, whatever. Why don't we say uh, one? No. Yeah, we should start over. Are you kidding? It's actually Frankie's on my side. Yeah. No. Yep. Two against one. I count for three votes. Oh. No, that's not true. Capitalism. Age and capitalism. <laughs> so anyway, guys, this is the new show format. Uh, we are condensing down, as we had spoken about, uh, due to staffing changes at Frontline Gaming and uh, a reduction in our ability to produce media content. We decided to go for quality, hopefully, over quantity. And we will be doing one show every Wednesday live, 11 a.m. Pacific Center Time on Twitch. What's up, our Twitcheroos? Ooh, Twitcheronies. Uh, Twitcheronies. I like Twitcheronies or Twitcherones. Twitcherones. Twitcheronies. 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 That's pretty good. I like it. Uh, Twitchberries. Twitcheronies. I don't know. Mm. I like Twitcheronies. Mm -hmm. Like Jabroni down on Jabroni Avenue. Yeah, we'll stick with Twitcheronies. I'm into it. So we're going to be doing a live show, 11 a.m. Pacific Standard Time on Twitch. We invite you to join us, join the conversation. We'll be interacting with the Twitch chat. But the show will also be edited and then put up on iTunes for those of you who have listened to us through the radio waves or the internet waves. What is the correct way to describe that? The interwebs. The interwebs? Yeah. Uh, invented by Al Gore, if I uh, have my history correct. Wasn't it George Bush? Uh, I don't think so. No, it's Al Gore. Mm. Al Gore yeah, definitely invented the internet. Fair enough. You know All what right. I'm saying? Mm -hmm. We'll give him that one. All right. I guess. And then he also make a, a, a documentary, like a clear and present uh, danger mm -hmm. about clear. how the internet's going to destroy us or oh, the environment, no. something like it's that. It's environment. The environment. Yeah. Got it. I Got think it. it's the polar bears. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Polar bears downloading porn and we're all going to die. Yep. Okay. Interconnection. That was it. It is. It's a web of life. It's a web. <laughs> Didn't Simba sing a song about this? I mean, allusion towards that. Yeah, okay, sure. yeah. The, the Lion King was definitely an allusion <laughs> towards porn. For a killer porn. <laughs> Killing us. Yeah. Okay. I'm into oh that. For God. sure. I'm into that. So we will also be <laughs> joining you uh, via the traditional methods. And again, 9 a.m. Pacific Standard Time every Friday on YouTube and iTunes. We hope that you enjoy the show in whichever way is convenient for you. And welcome to the new format. So Boom. let's drop in, jump in and talk about some new releases. Forge World did put out a new uh, transport for the Legio Custodes or the Adeptus Custodes, the Orion. Ooh. And it yeah. continues in the tradition of goofy-looking vehicles for the Sisters of Silence and the Adeptus Custodes. Uh, what do you guys think about this gem? You know, it's like, it is like Terminator, but with a little twist. What's that twist? It's more stumpy. <laughs> I like it. What do you, what do you think, uh, Salty Banana? Um, I thought we were looking at new photos for Drop Zone Commander. I thought the exact same thing. I yeah. thought that was a Drop Zone Commander vehicle from the PHR. Yeah. So, like, uh, but no, it's it's not. It's apparently for 40k. It's yeah, it's okay. It, it, I mean, it's kind of alien-ish. Yeah. You know. I think it looks not. cool. Well, they need a transport that doesn't cost a million points, but I don't think this is it. It looks no. way better than that weird, like, unibike thing that the Sisters Cousteau's got. That uh, thing was horrible. How about the flying... The snail, whatever the thing is. Yeah. That, it looks yeah. like a beetle. Yeah. yeah. Thing. Oh, yeah. yuck. It's Shai Hulud from Dune as a robot. Oh, my God. Yeah. I saw the thing, and I thought it was a joke. And was, no. It looks better than... I'm sorry uh, people like that. I, I didn't. This I, is better. Yeah. I'll put I, it that way. I think it looks better than the Storm Raven. I think it, yes. it's kind of cool. Um, did you notice that it's on a different base than all other flyers, though? It's on a circle base, bro. Right. Yeah. It's isn't on, like, no, the, the Corvus Black Stars on that, isn't it? Uh-uh. Those are all on the, the flyer bases. Oh, but yeah. 
this thing is pretty beefy and i like that the aesthetic of the the legio custodes is that it's a little bit more rounded and sleek yeah um all their tanks are grav tanks uh, they don't have that bricky blocky uh signature space marine aesthetic i like it um and the legio custodes they need a transport vehicle because their their units are hard as nails mm -hmm. and I, I want them to be good because it'd be cool to see an elite army that was top tier we haven't seen that in a long time but um, hey, here's the hoping. Did you uh, you heard some Custodes armies won a few RTTs, right? Yeah, there was yeah. one that won a GT. Sick. But to be fair, uh, Adeptus Custodes you can't actually field an Adeptus Custodes uh, detachment. Yeah. But the way we're doing it in the ITC is uh, that would count as agents of the Imperium or, or talents of the Imperium. I can't remember. Yeah. But um, you can play those armies, and it's a lot of fun. So. It'd be great to see more uh, sisters and custodians armies on the table. Hopefully, this model helps get us there. Boom. And with frequent flyer miles. Oh, that was good. No, it wasn't. <laughs> that was a terrible. Was that really? That was a dad joke. I did. I wrote that in advance. Oh, nice. <laughs> no, I didn't. Oh, okay. You are the same age as most dads. Uh, I could be a father. Mm. I could be your father, Frankly, You might be a it's father. It's true. You are old now. I did. Uh, we all might be fathers. There's an insert Fair mom enough. joke here. Yeah. We'll, 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 we'll move on. Uh, <laughs> Also, uh, Warhammer 40K celebrating 30 years. And in, nice. uh, to do this, they are doing a time-honored uh, range of models. Yep. The Primaris Space Marines <laughs> coming yeah, out yeah, yeah. with a new veteran sergeant uh, to uh, celebrate. It looks yeah. pretty cool. And then also they're coming out with some uh, five-man units of intercessors, mm -hmm. uh, reavers, and hellblasters. Yep. Look pretty good. So you know what? I'm calling it now. I think GW is going to sell twice as many of these as they did the original boxes. Yes. And it was like that video. Uh, we'll, we'll give you half as much and double the price, which quadruples the value to the customer. Are these the same price as the 10 mans? No. I'm sure, okay. these are, I'm sure these are half the price. Okay. But. You do get the custom sergeant, which yes. is cool, and it can be made into the different types of sergeants, which yeah. is nice. I, I think mean, it's cool. They're yeah. amazing models. Whatever. Yeah. I mean, like if you... So a lot of the new Primaris models that are coming out are very uh, monopose, and they come with the stock weaponry they come with. They don't have a lot of upgrade options, fair yeah. enough. Um, so it is nice if you are a Primaris Marine player to see these uh, custom models coming out because you can add to your forces. Yeah. That's my opinion on it. Yeah, and I think that's what the Primaris Marines are really missing is customization. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, unfortunately, they don't have a lot of weapon options, yeah. um, but the models are amazing. Um, yeah. I mean, I've... I really want to start a Primaris army, but until they have more weapon options, I don't think I will. And you don't need many for your army. So yeah. getting like a custom veteran sergeant is kind of a big deal. Like yep. you can add to your army, you know, like if you have 30 models in your army, being able to add a, a special looking model, like a, a veteran sergeant, kind of, like I said, is kind of a big deal. So mm -hmm. if you are a Primaris uh, Marine player, this might be exciting for you. Yeah. I agree. Well said. Yeah, that's what I'm here for. All right, the Blight War rages, and this is a new Age of Sigmar box set. Comes with some unique models, some new rules. Uh, it has the uh, vaunted or uh, vaunted, the the vaunted. Is it written? I don't know. Okay. What, what what word am I reaching for? Vaunted is right. Vaunted is correct. Vaulted. No, vaulted, not, not, vaulted, not a ceiling. But it comes with the female Stormcast Eternal, which has uh, got a lot of people excited, mm -hmm. and the nerdly dude on his like, snail buddy. What's his the name Horus. again? Or it's the Horus. Horticulous. Uh, it's from like Harry Potter. It's like snailish. The, na the, yeah, the name it, is from the Harry Potter. Yeah, it's universe. like a spell. Yeah. You know? Horticulamus. Expelliarmus. Muggle. Again, Muggle. sounds like the dude who was in charge of naming it got super drunk the night before. <laughs> and they walked into like, hey, you know the name's due today, dude. And he's like, oh. Uh, he's all hungover. Horticulous snailinominous. And they're like, oh, cool. And they wrote it down. Jason, you would be perfect. And they threw up. He's like, oh, in the waistband. Like, and then they're like, oh, <laughs> man, he really got in character. That's very nerdy. Yeah. It always sounds the same. So. Must, must be he's just point. like, uh, And the guy's like, I hold on another day for yeah. the job. Nailed it. <laughs> Uh, he's on my miserable existence <laughs> continues. <laughs> Kill oh, boy. But, uh, uh, Frankie, what are some of the unique rules that we're going to be seeing uh, in this kit? Yeah, so you can uh, pre-order this from Frontline Gaming. Store it at frontlinegaming.org. Boom. Get the Blight Wars. Nice. Um, and with it, you get the special rules for Nurgle. They give you this cool little dial that you get to roll on. So it's a chart. You roll <laughs> on it. And then you get to start on that turn's abilities. So if you roll one, you're probably not very, doing very mm. well. Um, and it goes up to seven, and every turn it advances onto a uh, different ability. Uh, the one that they show is, I think, on turn six. Um, you all your guys get to heal D three wounds. What in the hero phase? That's pretty good. It's okay. Um, 
But I'm sure some of the other ones are probably like plus one to hit or uh, plus one to wound or reroll wounds or stuff like that. So I think it's going to be a pretty cool chart. Uh, maybe not as powerful as the Zinch chart, but or the Zinch dice that you rolled before, mm. but still pretty cool. And you get the cool snail dude. So yeah, the fate <laughs> dice are, are pretty ridiculous. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, if you want to pick this up from Frontline Gaming, it does come with those two unique models. Mm -hmm. uh, Horticulus Expelliarmus looks pretty cool. And the female Stormcast Eternal is also pretty damn cool. Yes. Obviously, 15% off and free shipping in the continental United States if your order is $99 or more, which this okay. kit already gets you there. And while you're there, why don't you take a look at some of the new Urban Chaos FLG mats? Yeah. Boom. Very chaotic. I really like this mat a lot. It's yeah, now available it in 6x4, 4x4, and 3x3 foot sizes. Mm -hmm. Pretty cool. So, guys, when your city gets possessed by demons, yes. who are you going to call? Ghostbusters. Uh, the Urban Chaos Man. Ooh, I would only call the new Ghostbusters the all-female and less funny versions. Yeah. Mm. I thought that it was implied. was pretty bad. Did you actually watch it? Yeah. No. I saw like it too. Mariana is like giving me the finger in the background. She really liked it. It wasn't less funny because they're girls. They uh, were just girls and it was less funny. Fair enough. It was situational humor. Yeah. It was. You can't top the first one. That is like The first one gold. is amazing. Mm -hmm. The second one was good too, but the first one is just magic. You really have a hard time beating Ghostbusters. Isn't there a third one? Yeah, it's the one with the, the all-female cast. Oh, no. Right. No, there was, no, no there was a third one with the guys, yeah. No. Yeah. No, you're wrong. Yep. I think no. it was straight to video. It was. <laughs> straight to video. It, it, was, uh, it comes in a double pack with uh, uh, Starship Troopers 4. Ooh. Hey, in that one, they bring Rico back. Did they? they did. Is there yeah, actually they a, did. Four? There's a four? There is a four yeah. live action. It was really bad. Yeah. And, and that Casper Van Dien did come back for it. Yep. And it was really bad. Dude, I bumped yeah. into him at the airport. That guy's <laughs> yeah. like five feet tall. Oh, yeah. yeah. This is really yeah. And it was funny because I was sitting there and I was like, boop, boop, doo, waiting for my uh, luggage. Mm -hmm. And I looked over and I was like. Is that what you do when you wait for your luggage? I do. And I <laughs> twirl well, my that's thumbs. the phone noise. That yeah. You, yeah. Twirl your thumbs. Or... If I'm not staring at someone breathing heavily, that's what I do. But I looked over and I was like, hey, it's Rico. Yeah. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he was like, shut up. He's like, leave me alone. And he was just sitting there. Hey. Totally, super handsome dude, but he is. He's like really, really short. Yeah, but he's um, in Starship Troopers one, Starship Troopers three, he's on and three. four. Yeah, yes. Uh huh. Two is the one that was like really weird. The like, like film it and it's like black and white, like super different. It's not actually black. And white. I never saw it either because I heard they were just awful. Weird. I think yeah, they're, they're not good. They're like sci-fi channel. No, movie he comes bad. back in three. Okay. <laughs> you like say, anyways. I think they're yeah. really bad. <laughs> we can do a whole episode on Starship. Yes. Well, maybe we should. Because we'll start out talking about the book, which is amazing. Mm -hmm. And then we'll go downhill from there. Yeah. <laughs> awesome. Slippery slope. So we've also got a sale going on in secondhand shop right now. There are certain items that are up to 20% off uh, MSRP. Now, these are all used items, but there's some great deals in there. Some of them are fully painted, et cetera, et cetera. So give that a look. If it uh, is something that might interest you, you can get some great deals on used tabletop gaming goodies. Boom. Also, Age of Sigmar General's Handbook 2017 Ooh. has uh, come out, made quite uh, quite the waves. Yep. Actually, what I think has made more of an impact on the Age of Sigmar community is mm -hmm. the FAQs that dropped right <laughs> after the book because they made some like gigantic changes to the game. Yes, mm -hmm. it is. So we're gonna, we've already talked about the book quite a bit. There's allegiance abilities, new points, uh, values, all that fun stuff. Right. What we wanted to talk about today was the new FAQs mm -hmm. because those really, really change a lot of stuff, um, like dramatically. For mm -hmm. example, the change host, um, a battalion for the Zinch book that allowed you to do some pretty funky stuff. They smacked that down, which to be fair, they should have. You had things where you were like teleporting a unit into your opponent's deployment zone, blasting with magic and then teleporting back. Um, I don't think that was intent. Well, obviously it wasn't intent. They changed it, but right. uh, stuff like that, like the Bailwind Vortex, uh, they, they made it clear that you can't put monsters on it. They increased the points, uh, but really it's the compendiums where the, the Zinch and the Winds of Change uh, made themselves felt. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And then like the uh, the stacking buffs was another big one. So yeah, so um, one of the big ones was the uh, the corn uh, blood scrater no longer uh, allows you to stack his um, ability to um, you can't have multiples of them and, and keep racking up the attacks from there. So they they really fine tune that. Um, and from what I gather, uh, several of those were keyed in on by the yeah. GW staff. Yeah. Um, and so what a lot of people wanted was for a general FAQ or actually in the general's handbook for them to say, no, 
there's no more stacking of abilities in general. Uh, that didn't happen, a lot of people were upset. Um, however, what they did was then they went into the FAQ and they pinpointed certain ones specifically. Like, then, the, like the Aether Chemist. Right, and like the the corn blood secretor with the staff. Yeah. Uh, and said, okay, on this one specifically, that counts for that model, and mm -hmm. you cannot stack abilities from that model. And it sounds like they did that on ones that they felt were problems. And they let some of them stack that they felt were beneficial to armies that maybe were a little bit weaker. Right. So they did it in a different kind of a way. Instead of one broad sweeping change, they did a, like a, a surgical pinpoint right. changes, which I think is probably better. Uh, depending mm -hmm. on your perspective. Right. I know I was really happy. I was one of the people that was like opening the General's Handbook looking for the new rule of one, right. not seeing it and going, what the hell? Me too. Yeah. And um, mm -hmm. then then when they, they revealed, oh, we did do it, but in a different way, right. I was like, okay, cool. Yeah. Um, but, you know, to be fair, there's a lot of people that are giving some some strong negative feedback. Uh, I've, I've gotten a lot of messages from Carriage and Overlord players who feel like their army was hit really hard. The Aether mm -hmm. Chemist went up in points. His buff doesn't stack, which absolutely should have should have happened. Mm -hmm. I 100 agree with that. And then the Thunderers, they're kind of their main beefcake unit. Right. Um, GW didn't expect people to take all of the same gun. Yeah. Right. So change that. Which is like I remember. Well, wait, how is that still a surprise? How many months ago did we actually review that battle tome? And I remember us sitting with me, you, and Scott, and we were like, "We'll just take all the same guns, and yeah. then we're gonna blast somebody." And Scott's like, well, I don't think anybody would do that. And we're like, why not? Well, that's, that's, <laughs> instant, not? Yeah. that's instantaneously what you do. You and that's take, what everyone did. Yeah, yeah. all the cannon or yeah. all the mortar. And um, GW was like, well, no. So what they did is they made it so you have to take one of each gun because that's what comes in the kit. Right. Yeah. And But then they give you like combo abilities. Like if this gun hits, you can do this with this gun and da-da-da-da-da. Which is cool. But yeah, I could definitely see why those kind of players are a little upset. You know, they make a whole army of mm -hmm. based around one thing and then it gets changed. That could, Again, that leads it. back to what we talk about with 40K as well. Don't yeah. put all your eggs in a basket. Don't For go sure. out and buy a million things and then expect it to just stay that way, stay stagnant. Because as we see with General's Handbook 2017, as we saw with 8th edition, 40k and all those changes that have come out since that's been released these are now going to be fluid games yeah, yeah don't get set in your ways and then don't be upset when it changes unless unless you build an army that is reflective of the backstory right that is uh reflective of kind of more towards intent now you can still go do customize do your own thing right but if you're living in that margin that extreme margin mm -hmm. your shelf life is probably gonna be really short right and we're seeing it over and over and over again which it can be upsetting, like, in the moment. And I've gotten some irate emails from people who are really mad because they bought, you know, a bunch of whatever, I don't know, Brimstone Horrors or whatever. Yeah. And then it changes. But the thing is, is, like, if anything is on an extreme of too good or too weak, just expect it to get fixed. Right. Right? Yeah. Like, and the same thing happens with several other games, such as Magic the Gathering. Yeah. Uh, War Machine and Hordes. They do the yep. same thing. They nerf units that are too good. They go to several tournaments. They'll see the same result. They'll be like, oh, hold on. Yep. And those players are used to it. Oh yeah, Drop Zone does the same thing. A lot of the games have like a living rule set that they'll adjust points and change units and stuff like that. So it's great to see Games Workshop getting on that page and really yeah. making uh, strides to make the game a lot better. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, I'd say the most disappointing thing in that FAQ is like a lot of named characters got the good. compendium. Wow, the compendium Can I units like it was like they took like an axe, like yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. like Frank a Carl Franz. Gone. I'm gonna play a little yep. dirge on my on my flute. Yep. So what they did, if you guys aren't, if, if you don't know what we're talking about, essentially what they did is they listed all the, the old armies from Warhammer Fantasy, and they said, okay, yeah. um, those old named characters now count as these things. In yeah. some cases, in some cases, they're, some just, cases, gone. Some cases gone. they're just gone. Yeah. yeah. Um, and so they're all now just generic things. Yep. Well, and the, the other really critical one that a lot of people are really upset about, or so, I shouldn't say a lot, some people are very upset about, um, is that uh, the keywords have changed. So like in the compendium, for example, Empire, which is what used to be the free people or what became the free peoples, uh, they all now have the human keyword. They do not have the free people's keyword, right? Bretonians, same thing. So it's right. like all the, the interactions and the buffs that you used to be able to like mix together are gone. Um, what, some of the armies got hit harder than others. Like if you're a compendium army, for example, then your army lost probably most of its units yeah um dwarden for example frankie's army the dwarves they just say dwarf now right i believe so. i'm not i can't sure. remember off the top um, of my head but yeah i mean i got my shield bearer like lord is gone like i lost a lot of things unfortunately mm -hmm. so i'm like oh 
Well, the, the, like the, the, um, the Bray Herds or the Beastmen, yeah. a lot of their best stuff was Compendium units. Like a lot of their named characters that gave them like really cool buffs, right. gone. Now they did get Allegiance abilities, they did get artifacts, they did get some cool stuff. Yeah. Whether you think that that is a fair trade or not is going to be up to you. I don't know, I couldn't answer that question. It's going to come down to the individual. I feel it was a matter of time before we started seeing this happen. Before we started seeing old stuff from the fantasy line being phased out. Yeah, I mean, you kind of saw it already, like, when they, they released that PDF, and that was, like, basically all they did, then they mm -hmm. updated points in the General's Handbook, Yeah, but they were kind of, like, leaning away from it, and then we've yeah. seen it in 40k, too, like, getting rid of a lot of things. I think because the aesthetic um, is changing with all yeah. the new armies that are coming out, yeah. so you're, you're going to see, even though, I mean, we were having this discussion yesterday in the office, like, why are they getting rid of all the stuff when they have kits and, and things for these already? Yeah. I just think because, the, like I said, the aesthetic is changing, the game is changing, they're just going to slowly start phasing all this stuff out. They're going to stop making them the molds. You see it, their web store is no longer selling a lot of stuff. It's just slowly disappearing. You know, they're just, they're getting rid of it. And then I think in five years, it's all, you're not, it's not going to be recognizable for anybody who even remembers that old fantasy yeah. line. And unfortunately, yeah. that's just when a game is changing like it is with um, or, uh, Age of Sigmar, you know. You're gonna have a few a few holdovers, I think, with some of the more modern kits that came out, but that's about it. Even I mean, though they'll be gone at I, some point. I'm with you, and it's a bummer um, that some like the way you're playing is being changed. I 100% agree. Mm -hmm. That sucks. It's frustrating. Um, I if, I would hold out though. Like if you're a Bretonian player or a Tomb King player, I think there's probably not a lot of hope for you, and that's a real bummer. Mm -hmm. um, I think you're probably able to play with the models that you have to an extent, but. That sucks. Yeah. Uh, but if your army has got uh, is in in the um, uh, a lot Grand Alliance books, I think that you maybe like for example the Brayherds, aka Beastmen, maybe losing stuff now. But I think down the road you're going to be getting um, you're going to be getting like a like a, a, a battle tome. Yeah. 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 I could see them coming out with more <laughs> battle tomes for a lot of these armies. But yeah, like you were saying, like Bretonians, they've been trying to get rid of Bretonians for a long time though. Like, I don't even before fantasy died, like or before they like got rid of it, like Bretonians were basically being phased out. They they got one so, book and that was it. Yeah. And I don't think they ever sold that well. I'm not sure. Yeah, I'm not bothered. They're on a different scale than everybody else too. They're like really <laughs> small. Right. Yeah. Um, and it's kind of a bummer because I like Bretonians. I think they're cool. Mm -hmm. But you know, I don't know. It's it's tough. Like push comes to shove, you could always use those models are not being supported anymore in other games. Um, that's, yeah. that's a bummer, but it's like, you don't want to see someone's investment get oh, evaporated. Or you could sell them on, on, in the secondhand shop. Boom. Yeah, I mean, it, it is really unfortunate if one of your armies gets like squatted or something like that. Like, oh, I can't even imagine. That would be terrible. Yeah, that's Sorry. a bummer. But, hey, why don't we jump into chat and you guys let us know what are the things you're most excited about with the General's Handbook 2017? What are the things you think are good or bad changes? Right. And Tommy Neck just subscribed to Twitch Prime for three months in a row. Woo. Thank you, sir. Thank you, dude. Uh, also, we uh, wanted to let you guys know that uh, we do have our first new form video bat rep up on YouTube. It's getting tremendously positive feedback. Check it out. Uh, if you have a chance, go to the Frontline Gaming YouTube page or go to frontlinegaming.org, our blog, and you can take a peek at it, give us some feedback if you liked it. Let us know if you like it or not. Yeah. Um, any critical feedback, uh, but for, for the most part, people have been loving it. Uh, Rapid Face Punching, which is a great name. <laughs> you can always use your old figs in a game like Kings of War. Yeah, Very you true. could. Yep. You totally yep. could. Wolf Priest Carl, Carriage Overlords uh, are going yep. have to win it the hard way. They, they'll never use that 20 chemist combo. Uh, so it was a scary trick. That was nice to have in the toolbox. Yeah. No, that was a dumb trick. Well, Freeze Carl, and you should feel ashamed of yourself. <laughs> Clonk222, two, 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 two months. Subscribe with Twitch Prime. Thank you so much. We appreciate it. Uh, Rob Guy Day says Bretonians had two books, one in fifth and one in sixth. Uh, Jason, yep. that and requires a ceremonial roundhouse kick. Who? From you to my face for being wrong. Good thing Reese has that roundhouse kick oh, yeah. insurance. I did true. get the round bought it just insurance. for those yeah. cases. Uh, uh, Jason's been getting in shape. I was like, I better buy that insurance. Uh, uh, insurance you ever bought. <laughs> uh, says he really enjoyed the new battle report. Thanks. Thank you very much. And Justin Kippel says, I'm excited for those new boxes they released. Makes the spider army I want. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. They came out with new start collecting. They yeah. don't call them start collecting boxes. Not anymore. No, they're basically like bundle deals. They're bundle deals. Yeah, and yeah. the one I was looking at that I really liked 
Um, it's a unit of Minotaurs and a, um, a Gorgon or a Saigor. Mm-hmm. And it, it, it's exactly enough points to put as an allies into your Brayherd army. So uh, pretty cool. Yeah, yeah Zinch players got nerfed quite a bit. Yeah. Um, in the FAQs for Age of Sigmar, but I think it was all fair. Yeah. Like, you can't use fate dice for mortal wounds. That was, I think, explicit. But Why they, not? They made it explicit, which <laughs> it needed to happen. That, the, the fate dice are so ridiculously powerful. Yeah, the fate dice are really powerful. Rob Guy Day says, Bretonians and Six Ed were amazing. Trebuchet, yeah. Yeah. Pegasus Knights are, I haven't read, I don't know if they got uh, FAQ'd, but they're really good in Age of Sigmar too, as were Grail Knights were amazing. Yeah, yeah, Bretonians yes. in Age of Sigmar are actually really good. Ben Redgrave yeah. has said he's still his heart is still recovering from the roundhouse kick that was Age of Sigmar. Nice. <laughs> uh, uh, T6 said, can characters in soup detachments like Chaos take artifacts? What, are you throwing a 40K yeah, question at us, T6? That's okay. Yeah, yeah. That's okay. Um, this is a kind of a soup podcast. You know what? We're going to have Pablo. Never mind. He, he's not he's awesome. Um, I, I don't remember the answer to that question off the top of my head. I'm 99% certain the answer is no. Uh, you have to be about. You have to yeah, you to trigger all the rules. You have to be a like a Space Marines detachment. Oh, Thrillin jumped in. Yep. To be a Space Marines detachment, it tells you in their book that you have to be all Space Marines with the same chapter tactics. Every single model has to be, mm-hmm. and then you trigger all their cool special stuff. Yeah. Uh, Giantic two two two. When will the next streamed battle report be? Um, so we don't have a set schedule for streaming battle yep. reports. Um, it will be sporadic. They're, we'll schedule them far in advance if we're going to do one. Um, but right now, we don't actually have one on the books. So. And the reason why, we've been uh, repeating this, but for obviously people miss it. Uh, we had an employee leave the company recently, which means that we have to pick up the slack doing that job uh, 40 hours a week. Uh, and Mariana is going to halftime. Uh, she wanted to take a little bit of a break. The schedule that we've been maintaining for the past year and change has been extremely demanding, especially on her. She does all the video editing. She does all the filming. She edits all the podcasts. Um, her average day was over 10 hours, and it started to wear her down a little bit. She wanted to take a step back. Yeah. So in order for us to maintain the schedule that we were, we it just wasn't possible. So we're taking a little bit of a step back, and we're still going to be producing regular content, but uh, just not in the same way. Hopefully just as good, though. Uh, one more question, then we'll jump over to our next topic. Rob Guy Day, what do you guys think about using 28 millimeter models for the new Nurgle models? My that. old Death Guard army is on 28. Oh, ah, yeah, I don't know. It depends. Like, I don't have a problem with it personally. I think that you should strive to put them on the right base size in games like Age of Sigmar. It makes a way bigger difference. Yeah. In 40k, it really does make a big difference because you can. Uh, if, if you're a melee unit, it makes a big difference. I think in 40k, it's actually less of a difference than it is in Age of Sigmar. Yes. But um, yeah, I mean, it's it's not a huge deal, but I'm sure as the game advances and stuff like that, more tournaments will be requiring correct base sizes. Um, I don't I don't know when that'll be or anything like that. It could be far down the road. It could be pretty soon. Um, I would recommend looking at changing them to 32s. I know there are some companies that make like add-ons to the mm-hmm. bases and stuff like that. So it's relatively simple. Yeah. But uh, that would be my recommendation. Um, I don't I don't see us doing it anytime soon, but yeah. For, for games like Age of Sigmar, it really, it, it does. It makes a big difference, especially yeah. with melee units. Um, but for 40K with a with a, a Death Guard army, maybe not. Walker Bow, thank you for subscribing with Twitch Prime. <laughs> and uh, Bugman says, give Marion a raise. It's not, that's not the issue, uh, although I'm sure she would appreciate that. Uh, it was more her wanting to kind of mix it up and get a little bit more free time, yeah. which is reasonable. You know, uh, uh, grinding away for long periods of time does wear you down. Um, and let's jump over to our next topic of 40K. Ooh, the biggest of the Ks. Mm-hmm. It's 40 of them. 40 of them. 40,000 of them. Ooh, not in this number. This number mm-hmm. is just 40K. But uh, yeah, as you guys know, the FLG team is headed to Nova, uh, actually tomorrow, and uh, we'll be playing our first game on Thursday in the Invitational. I'm pretty excited. I know Reese is excited. He wrote an article on the Warhammer community site calling Pete out. I'm coming at you sideways, Pete. Yeah, and Pete's, like a, Pete's like a spider roast, monkey. Pete's been roasting you yeah, all He's been me. He's been oh. getting you. So I'm really excited to see how that game goes. I'm also playing against the GW guy, uh, Dan. Um, so that should be a really fun game with my sisters. 
Uh, but yeah, let's go ahead and talk about the meta that we think we're going to be seeing there, how the meta in 40k is advancing currently. Um, currently, you're seeing a lot of really inexpensive screens like brimstones and uh, conscripts and uh, armies that can fit a lot of models into certain units and then have some kind of morale control. Um, so you need definitely something that is going to be able to kill like a lot of brimstones and a lot of conscripts or um, some people are spamming like uh, berserkers and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. um, and then you're seeing a lot of characters. Uh, character spam, I think, is the biggest thing right now in 40k. You've got like smite spam characters. You've got characters that are beat sticks. Um, you've Tau got characters that commanders. do both. Um, yeah. Uh, the reason that the character spam is so <clears throat> prevalent and so powerful is because you can't target characters in most cases unless they are the closest model. Um, so like Tau commander spam, what you're seeing are Tau commanders deep striking in. And then they have like a screen of drones or a screen of uh, stealth suits or something like that. Uh, units that are maybe not the hardest to kill, but you have to kill them before you can even target the characters that are doing all the damage. Uh, so you definitely need something that can go around that. Snipers are really good at it. Um, the Vindicare Assassin is excellent at killing characters. Um, and then close combat units. That's probably the easiest way to get at these characters is something that's fast, uh, preferably can fly so you can jump over screens um, and get into combat. But the hardest thing I think that we're going to see at Nova are going to be the Brimstones and the Malefic Lords spam. Uh, so Malefic Lords are very cheap from Forge World. They spam Smite, um, and then they hide behind a million Brimstones. So, I think what you meant to say is bullshit. Uh, yes. Mm -hmm. They're, they're bullshit. <laughs> uh, Jason, but, mm -hmm. all right, how many roundhouse kicks does a Malefic Lord deserve? Five roundhouse kicks. Ooh, okay, that's a lot. Five. That's a solid number. That, that is solid. Osama solid. bin Laden that's only five. qualified for three roundhouse Ooh. kicks. That's a moderate oh. effort. Yes. Yeah. So, but uh, as we're seeing in the Invitational, I think it's what seventy-five percent uh, chaos or something. Yeah. Like no, that. it's almost all Ashmilitarm and chaos. I yeah, wonder why. So, yeah, it was yeah. funny too because when I was writing my list, uh, I was gonna put in fifteen sniper scouts. Yeah. And then I did all, I mathed it out, and I've been playing quite a bit. And I switched to the tactical, the five-man tactical marine squads, partly because I had them almost painted, and I'm running out of time. Yeah. So the very real-world necessity of like, what do I have, kind of got in there. I could have rushed some sniper scouts, and as soon as we saw like all the armies, I'm like, oh shit! I wish I'm probably gonna wish I had the sniper scouts to kill the malefic lords, to kill the commissars if I can see them. Yep. Uh, but you know what? Uh, we'll we'll see how it goes, and. Um, uh, yeah, it's gonna be a lot of characters. Yeah. Uh, no Tau. I was kind of hoping for some Tau because I feel really confident with my army against suit commander spam. Yeah. Um, I'm actually surprised there is no Tau. Like Tau, in my opinion, is very we, strong. Sorry to interrupt. We're talking yeah. about the Invitational. Yeah, yeah, yeah the, the, the 32 yeah. player Invitational. Everybody yep. going is a is an absolute ringer. Yep. And uh, it's gonna be a lot of fun. But yeah, it was almost all chaos national terror. Yeah, well, I think those are the two strongest armies because they have the cheapest screens. Uh, like, and the Brimstones are freaking amazing with a four plus invo save. Even with got, the nerf, yeah. I still think they're too good. Yep, and then you've got conscripts, which are stupidly too good. Yes, and the morale control from the conscript or mm -hmm. from the commissars is really powerful. And then they have crazy artillery that they put behind this. So, um, yeah, having units that fly, having snipers, stuff like that, are going to be key because you're going to have to kill those artillery pieces yeah. or time up in combat. Um, yeah, the artillery pieces we're going to be seeing all over the place. I think that is probably the main thing in the meta right now, are artillery pieces. You're seeing a lot yeah. of sit-and-shoot artillery armies. And, uh, and at Nova, too, with the way that their terrain is, there's a lot of line-of-sight blocking terrain, more than yeah. any other tournament I've ever been to. The artillery is going to be really strong. By the way, guys, if you're using those those shitty, cheap toys as uh, Earthshaker carriages, which I'm, I'm not really talking crap on because I've actually used them before, um, those are cool for the for the carriage, they're not cool for the battery. The battery is the uh, much larger immobile piece that has a big cross-shaped base. Um, I would definitely have a problem with someone using those as the battery because the battery is what, it's like nine inches by nine inches cross. It's 8.5 inch cross that goes across. Uh, I haven't been able to find the specs on the toy, so I'm not exactly sure how big that is, but I think it's a little bit smaller. It's each little foot is about six inches long and they go in the same direction. Yeah. So like, if you are planning on using those, which I'm no judgment, uh, the Forge World, you can't even get the, the battery no, anymore. They don't make it anymore. But I would insist that you put them on a base that is appropriately sized. Um, and the reason why is, is people take them and they put them along the back edge of the, the table facing sideways. What yeah. you can do in this edition is not even aiming at the enemy, but hey, 
that's legal. And then they're laying in conscripts in front of it, which you could do with the real model, but you couldn't do it as efficiently. Yeah, I think so. if, if you are going to use the carriage uh, or, or that model as the battery, in my opinion, you need to have the legs open and have it facing the correct direction um, just to be more fair. And glue some stuff on the front to make the cross yeah. shape. Just, just have it facing the right direction because, um, like we were saying, it's 8.5 inches this way and 8.5 inches this way. And then, so if you are like relatively almost 8 inches, put it that direction so at least yeah it's relatively similar otherwise you're really gaming the system so it's not just the length though frankie it's also the girth Ooh, those feet are wide it's really important it yeah. is yeah you know it is dang it <laughs> rats we've talked about this before that's <laughs> yeah, true it's like a spear i know i just you know, i just keep hoping that it's not the case <laughs> so your skinny little <laughs> yeah. your skinny little carriage can't be the fat battery it's not going to do the job <laughs> it won't satisfy yeah. The TOs. But also, it's not our turn. So, <laughs> just expect that to be the case in the ITC in the very near future. Yeah. Uh, because we, there are more and more people are using those because they're good and they're cheap. Uh, I get it. But be yeah. fair. If you're going to use a, the, the rules in ITC already cover, but we may add a byline to be very specific for that instance. Yeah. Is the only time you can ever use a substitute model is if it's very close to the size and shape, the silhouette of the model and that little toy is absolutely not the correct size and shape for the battery for the yeah. carriage sure carriage is like it's, it's almost the same size it, i'm, I'm, cool I'm with pretty that. sure forge world just copied that gun from world war ii so yeah <laughs> yeah it's, it's it supposed sense. to be an artillery piece but anyways reese how are you going to deal with the character spams artillery the screens at a depth well, I'm not a def con, no, but. I'm happy to talk about mine. I'm actually really, I really, I think people are more interested in talking about your army because you are bringing Sisters of Battle and you're definitely a counter meta army. So uh, I think that's going to be an exciting conversation. But yeah. my army, like people already emailing me seeing my army's weak, which I love. I love it. Yes. Yes. Underestimate yeah. me. Underestimate guys, my army. Guys, Reese's army isn't weak. It's the player playing the army. <laughs> <laughs> the leads aren't weak. Yeah. You're weak. <laughs> you came in in a fifty thousand dollar BMW, and I came in in a, a Kia. Boom. That Kia, was good. Glen Gary, Glen Ross is <laughs> so good. Uh, my army is uh, it's a uh, kind of an off the wall army. Uh, it's an it's a brigade. Uh, it's the Red Tigers is the name of my army because I'm a super nerd. Uh, they come from the same planet as my Ash Militarum. Like rar. <laughs> Like Katy Perry, I play that as I come to the table. <laughs> You're going to hear me roar. But uh, uh, the army doesn't scream power when you look at it, but I've done really, really well with it. So far, I feel very confident with it. I've played against some very tough armies. I've played against tough mechanized armies. I've played against tough horde armies. I've played against smite spam character armies. Um, and I've done really well. I I've, I've overcome most of my opponents. I feel very confident in the army. It's an MSU kind of uh, Space Marine army. I use Lias Isidon. Um, the, the main strength of the army is that I don't care if I go first or second, and that's big in this edition of the game. Although with Nova Terrain, I don't think the Alpha Strike 40K is going to be as prevalent. Yeah. Um, I have extreme mobility in my army. I have a ton of OBSEC, which has already won me games. Um, I can uh, Beta Strike or Alpha Strike really hard. Um, I feel really good. I have uh, defense against reserve tactics, um, I, I like it. I refined it a little bit from uh, the Hammer Wrath GT. I feel like the changes I made are going to add to it. And I really, really have tools to kill shit tons of little wimpy dudes. Yep. I can mow through conscripts and I can mow through brimstone horrors. I feel pretty confident. Uh, the armies that, that make me actually a little bit more nervous are um, like if someone has berserkers and rhinos and they're spamming it, that's going to be a little bit more challenging for me because I'm going to have trouble opening up um, like if there's four or more rhinos, that's gonna be a challenge. Yeah. I have three devastator squads that are fully buffed, but that it, it just really comes down to the dice. Like if I roll good on my damage rolls, I'm gonna pop them open. Yep. And if I can open them up, I murder berserkers. I annihilate them. But um, I need to open the can first, and my army struggles a little bit with that. So we'll, we'll see. It's gonna come down to matchups. And um, if I play a hardcore smite spam character spam army. I took my librarian out, and I was using Psychic Fortress to give me a 4++ plus plus against that. It's really, really good, um, but the librarian was just too hit or miss, and I put in a captain with a Thunderhammer and a Storm Shield who is good every single game. Yeah. So um, we'll see. I feel confident that I can overcome the Smite Spam with tactics, but 
we'll find out very soon. Very soon. Well, what about yours, buddy? Um, yeah, so mine is actually, like Reese was saying, a counter meta uh, list. Um, it's mechanized. So I have seven vehicles. A lot of the armies that we're seeing don't have a lot of anti-vehicle in them. Yep. Um, so like Reese was talking about, he has trouble popping open transports. Uh, my army is like mainly transports. Uh, the same thing goes for a lot of the armies. Like even the artillery spam armies don't really have the firepower to pop open multiple transports a turn. They may be able to kill one a turn, but uh, also my transports have an invo save. Uh, they have a six up invo, and then if Celestine's nearby, they five get a five up. plus. Oh, invo so good. Um, but the real key to my army is how fast it moves. Sisters of Battle are extremely fast. I can get across the board in one turn. Um, I can tie up screens. Uh, my Seraphim are really good against screen units because you can surround them really easily, keep them yeah. in combat, and then the next turn jump out and blast yeah. whatever you need to. It's amazing because yeah. you can like charge the front with the uh, emulator, jump over them with the Seraphim charge that way, yeah. sandwich them, and they can't leave combat. Yeah. God, it's good. Yeah. The Seraphim are really good at, uh, against screens because the Seraphim don't hit hard in close combat. So your chances of you actually killing it are very slim, but you circle them so that your models, they can't move their models away, and then they can't move their screen, and then on the next turn you jump over and blast the artillery because they have yeah. four melt guns. And that's, uh, the Vanguard vets do something similar in my list. Exactly. Because a lot of people are kind of scratching their head, like, why are they there? <laughs> and that, that's why they're there, and they yeah. give you mobility. Uh, but my main killers for screen units uh, are going to be my Arcoflagellants, which are ridiculous. <laughs> they they get so, so many, many attacks. attacks. It's only a five-man unit, but on average they get like 30 attacks. Yeah. Uh, and then I've got my uh, Death Cult Assassins, which have uh, 25 attacks, um, and they'll just chew through screens really easily. Um, and then I have all my flamers and stuff like that. To once, And uh, with Acts of Faith, Celestine is my uh, character killer. She'll jump over screens. She'll jump in and wipe out a character. So I'll be able to kill the Malefic Lords and stuff like that really quick. Um, I think my list is really solid. I, I've been doing really well with it. The Seraphim are really the key. Uh, but so are the transports. Transports are nasty. Immolator, uh, or the... The, um, the Repressor. The Repressor is, yeah. is too good, quite frankly, yeah. but yeah. Re Repressor is nasty. It has nine attacks on the charge. <laughs> like, it's it's a little bit much. Um, and then my Dominions can scout, so I've got Melta Guns. So if anybody is bringing transports, like Berserker Spam or something like that, I can pop up in transports. Um, yeah, it's. I, I think I'm going to do really well. Uh, I'm really excited. Sisters are a lot of fun to play. The models are not the best looking models, but uh, our paint studio did a great job on painting them. They look amazing. I can't wait to put them on the table, so. I think it's, you're gonna do really well. I yeah. think it's gonna be a lot of fun. I can't wait to play Pete. Um, there's a really funny uh, trash talking article that went up uh, on Warhammer Community from me to Pete. Take that, you dirty rat. I just wanna go when I get them back. What you gonna do, brother? And then he just crushes me, and I'm like, <laughs> He's like, that's what I'm going to do, sucker. <laughs> it's going to be a lot of fun. I can't wait. Uh, uh, Pablo's bringing a really interesting Imperial Soup Army. It's got all kinds of stuff. Yeah. Um, uh, he's His drew, army's cool. Yeah. He drew Nick Nonavati round one, so he's yeah. got a, a tough game ahead of him, yes. but we're confident that the Rhino can overcome. The Rhino charges through anything. The Rhino <laughs> yeah. charges through <laughs> all obstacles. Thicker yeah. thing. He's kind of... Yeah, I can't wait. Uh, if you're there, please come and say hi. Uh, it's always a pleasure meeting people and I know people in chat right now are going to be there so we can't wait to see you all yep. but what about these beautiful miniatures salty banana Boom. yes <laughs> you hear it here first gang <laughs> yes a man of Classic. few words much salt and all banana few words not well thought out <laughs> so uh these are uh it's an ultramarine commission yeah um it's uh it's to a high standard uh very it looks really great it included um some 30k models there um gilman with a kind of an alternate paint scheme um a white helmet uh more white than you normally see uh with the gw scheme came out really nicely this is really clean um so if you are in the market to have uh your marines painted and you like nice clean uh paint jobs which some people do some people don't i personally do like clean uh paint schemes um with very subtle blending uh and nice clean edge highlighting which this one uh does have uh, this is like right up my alley, by the way. I, this is like my perfect, exactly how I would have something painted if I was going to have it commissioned. So um, we it, can do it for you. We have an artist that can do this for you. If you're going to get in the salty bananas alley, you got to keep it clean. Yeah, keep it clean. Keep it clean. You know what I'm saying? Keep if you want to get on my good side, <laughs> or, or your backside. Or my yeah. If you want to get on your backside. Oh <laughs> jeez. Uh, All right. Keep so it, check us out, yeah. FLG Paint Studio. Uh, dot com if you want to see more of our portfolio mm -hmm. the team puts out tremendously awesome work 
Uh, also, we are hiring painters. The studio continues to grow. Yes. Mm -hmm. So Jason, why don't you give a little bit more information for those who are sure. interested in applying? Yeah, so we did put a blog post up yesterday, um, and um, I believe we've talked about it a little bit. We are looking for outsource painters right now. Or, so or local. If you are in San Diego area, we are also. We do have an in-house studio, which we have um, a couple artists that do work here. Um, mm -hmm. But we are we also work with artists that don't live locally. Um, right now, specifically, we are looking for uh, painters that can work at a higher level. So um, in a blog yesterday, we did put photo examples uh, of some things that we would like painters to be able to match. So before you do uh, apply and send your uh, information to painting at frontlinegaming.org, please, please take a look. Make sure, honestly, that you can, you can match what we're looking for, which is more of a high end. Uh, and we're also looking for people who, who generally paint full time right now. So people who have established studios, people who are looking for additional work, um, stuff like that. So if, if that sounds like you, um, please apply, painting at frontlinegaming.org, and we'll see uh, if you are a right match for us. Yeah. Sounds good. Yeah, send in good pictures too, please. Yes, nice, please. good pictures. Like You can be the best paint in the world. And yeah, send in like a blurry you, photo, it's like, okay. Yes. Yeah. And it's, you yeah. know, you're not putting a, a picture for Snapchat. Uh, this yeah. isn't for, for your Instagram, uh, or maybe it is. But you, you want to send in a really good picture to showcase what you're capable of. Right. Because uh, we've had some that were just really bad picture. Yeah. And again, be honest with yourself. Look at what we're looking for. Uh, and we're looking for, again, people who, who mostly do this full-time is what we're looking for. Yeah. yeah. Awesome. So we got some event news coming up. The Las Vegas Open 2018 continues to sell very strongly. Uh, we are breaking attendance records by a mile. Right. And uh, we did sell out of two packages, the Age of Sigmar and the 30K package sold out over the weekend. Now, there's still room in those events. Uh, but the package deal, which gave you uh, all kinds of goodies, uh, T-shirt, uh, event tickets, at a discount, those are, are gone. The only package deal we still have left is the uh, Big Short package, which make sure to read the description fully when you buy that. Uh, we only have six left. And we do have some uh, War Machine Horns packages left as well. But uh, if you want to play AOS, if you want to play 30K, you can. The events are selling out. The 40K Championships is over 400 players already. Yeah, and we're five months out still. Yeah. <laughs> it's crazy. So do not wait to grab your tickets. It is going to sell out. Yeah. It is going to sell out early. Uh, make yeah. sure you grab those tickets. Yeah, we will have a limit on how many 40K champs we can have. So you can physically uh, fit yeah. in yep. that space. So. Yeah, uh, it'll probably cap yeah. at 512. And uh, that's insane. We didn't think that that we didn't. We used to debate if that was even achievable goal, if that was shooting the yeah. moon. And it's it, here we are. So uh, make sure to grab your tickets. You don't want to miss out. This is this is quite the spectacle, an amazing event. Uh, also, the paint classes. I'm getting, getting a lot of emails about the painting classes, and uh, the reason that, that 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 is not available yet is because we've been really working on it, and we're doing something very different this year. Um, it's going to be the the basic outline of what you've come to expect from a painting event at a big convention like the Las Vegas Open, but we're going to put a unique spin on it. And we have some really, really exciting developments. Some extremely talented uh, painters from all around the world are going to be coming. Like Bob it, Ross. But mm -hmm. he's rising from the dead. Bob Ross zombie. He's going to be there. Zombie Dude. Bob Ross. Mm -hmm. He would be a nice zombie. Yeah. He'd be a happy zombie. Yeah, he's a nice guy. He would, he would be a happy zombie and he would still paint, I think. Yeah. Like, With your entrails. He's going to teach Ooh. you how to paint. Halloween pictures. <laughs> Happy little zombies. <laughs> mm -hmm. But uh, Bob Ross's zombie won't actually be there, unfortunately. Darn. I know. Ugh. But we do have some amazing painters that are committed to coming. And there's going to be a lot of really fun stuff. Um, stay tuned for that. The contracts are getting finalized as, as I speak. And you're going to be able to enter your uh, uh, paint projects in. It's going to be a very open uh, competition. You're also going to be able to uh, possibly sell some of your stuff. We're going to have an artist alley. Mm. It's going to be really, really cool. We're really putting a lot of energy and time into making this unique. Uh, it's going to be a lot of fun, so stay tuned for that. And uh, Fantasy Flight Games, Jason, is committed. Yeah, so um, we still have a lot of details to work out with them, but Fantasy Flight Games has stated that they will be coming out to demo their new uh, miniatures game they nice. just talked about, Star Wars themed. and Imperial... Uh, it's the, um, it's Star Wars. Well, it's the Star Wars miniature Legion. game. Legion. That's it. So they will be there uh, in the demo zone, which is growing. Um, we'll have a lot of info of that up soon on the website. I'm still working on it, getting all the details for all the confirmed guests that are going to be there. Um, and that's growing um, weekly at this point with all yeah. these, some big names that are going to be there doing demos of their 
game systems, Fantasy Flight Games being the latest one joining that uh, area, which is going to be really cool. And that's all included in your com badge. Yep. Oh. There's also going to be some small game companies that will be demoing their product, which is fun yes. too. And, those, and a lot of those are great to watch. Yeah. To yeah. go, and, and that'll all be scheduled out. So you'll be able to like plan uh, your whole weekend out. Yep. It's going to be a lot of fun. Also, the SoCal Open ticket sales have picked up quite a bit in uh, the last couple of weeks. So please make sure to grab your tickets. And while just being completely honest with you guys, we're not going to run out of space. No. Uh, that's not the issue. It, it helps us tremendously to plan um, if we know how many people are coming with as much time as possible because building terrain is not a quick process. Yeah. And uh, th again, thank you to Andy and his whole team of people. Uh, they're going to be building a bunch of ITC terrain. Uh, they built a bunch of the very cool Mantic terrain. Mm. Um, that's going to be all at the SoCal Open. But yeah, please grab your tickets soon. Uh, we, they're selling every day. We're selling more tickets. And we do want to be able to plan with as much time as possible. But it's going to be, uh, this is going to be possibly the biggest first year event we've ever run in regards to Games Workshop games. Yeah. Um, I don't know if it's going to pass the LVO, but it's going to come damn near it. Uh, it's going to be a lot of fun. It's going to be a huge major event. Can't wait to see you all there again. That's the weekend before Halloween here in Del Mar, Ooh, California, in northern San Diego. We're going to have a costume contest? Yeah, we should. That would be fun. I'm a ghost. Ooh. I'm a T.O. I'm a, I'm a ghost. You're a roundhouse. <laughs> We're both ghosts. You should be Roadhouse, the roundhouse kicker. I'm going to go as Ooh. that one scene from Roadhouse. The good one? Where he roundhouse kicks. <laughs> yeah. You know They're all good scenes. Everyone knows what I'm saying. The one where he jumps into the pool naked. Or he has no shirt Not on. That one. <laughs> Not that one. You're just going to run around naked. <laughs> You're no Patrick Swayze. We all know that. Salty I'm banana. Although you have gotten in very good shape. Uh, we have some ITC events coming up this weekend. 40K, we have quite a few events this weekend. We do have a major, the Flying Monkey GT in Wichita, Kansas. A great event. I uh, hope to hear more about that, get some pictures from it. And also your 40K top 10 in the ITC currently. Number one, Sam Hinley has deposed Paul McKelvey, who has dropped down into second place like a loser. Take that, Paul, <laughs> in your face. Brandon Grant is in third. Nick Nonavati currently in fourth. Andrew Ford has jumped up into fifth. Mitchell Pelham in the sixth. Ryan Olson in seventh. Nate Bates in eighth. Nine is Aaron Hayden. Ten, abuse puppy himself, Mr. Sean Morgan. Why is uh, Nate Bates have no capital letters? <laughs> How he rolls, he's uh, he's very. I don't know why they just did, that just no, like stuck out to me. No rules, Jason. That no guy just doesn't rules, care. He's right. so cool. Also, yeah. if you want to see the full rankings with regional and uh, faction uh, rankings, please go click on the ITC tab over at frontlinegaming.org. There's also a link in the show notes, and you can see all of those goodies. Age of Sigmar coming up in September. We have the Age of Sigmar ITC tournament in Montclair, California, Warhammer Age of Sigmar ITC Rogue Trader Tournament in Los Angeles, California, California, and the Age of Sigmar ITC Battle Host Tournament in Santa Clarita, oh, California. California. Oh, California. We Man. love our AOS, California, baby. son. So, uh, yeah, if you want to uh, get out there, get those points, please do. Top 10 Age of Sigmar rankings. And, again, if you want to see the full rankings with region and faction-specific information, you can do that at the AOS ITC page. Uh, currently, top 10. Number one, Sam Valdez. Jobs Two, in. Zach Lopez. James Thomas has jumped into third. Uh, Vlad Mika in fourth. Wow. Michael Birch in fifth. Jarrett Zazueta in sixth. Josh Harvey in seventh. Tyler Hamill in eighth. Nine, My, uh, Matthew Pashby. Ten, David Rogers. Congratulations to the Good leaderboard. Job, yeah. Now, give us some questions, yeah. Maggots. Uh, uh, Rob Guy Day, gorgeous paint job. Thanks. I hope you're talking about us. T6 Ted, how many tickets are left for LVO? Uh, there's a lot of tickets for left for LVO. What? <laughs> for the whole how event? How many tickets yeah. are left? Like a lot? Yeah. Probably meant 40 kids. So, reading the Chaos Space Marine decks, it says your army is led by a Chaos Space Marine character. They can get one artifact. Yes. I don't have the book in front of me, T6 Ted. It sounds like you answered your own question. Um, but uh, we. Leave a question on the comment section of the blog and we can give you a more in-depth answer. Uh, Gianic222, best way to deal with Kalexis assassins. Flamers. Or Mons, yeah. Uh, flamers. Anything that auto-hits. Yes. Um, yeah, the Kalexis... I have been against assassin spam from day one. Not that that really changes anything, but we've seen the stupid list where there's like 10 Kalexis assassins serving as a scream. Yeah. That's dumb. Don't... I wouldn't buy a bunch of Klexus Assassins if I was you because... It's a counter to people's like Brimstone, Horror Spam. Well, it's, it's <laughs> you know, just dumb. And, and 
It's just dumb. It's 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 abusing the character rules. I get it. Yeah. It's good. Don't feel bad about yourself for taking it. Maybe just a little. Yeah. It's like you know you stole a child's lunch. Right. Pushed him over. Yeah. Took his uh, cars the movie lunchbox. That's a good. Uh, uh, right? Yeah, yeah I like that. Yeah, that's like a good that. story. Um, it's just dumb, but uh, it is very good, and that's why people are checking it. Mm-hmm. Uh, Waker Bo, what are your thoughts on the quad mortars and quad heavy bolters? They're very good. They are both very strong yeah, and very good. good at killing screens. The quad heavy mortar is, I think it's a little underpriced, yes. uh, but it's, it's very, very good. And the quad heavy bolter, uh, also excellent. Uh, really discerning seeing my own face this close. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like not in the shot at all. Yeah, that's good though. Yeah, that, that's <laughs> out of here, Mr. Banana. Best. Very uh, <laughs> amp. Uh, quick question. I'm working on my Alpha Legion list and Auto Kane and Cat Havocs have me down. Uh, he wants to switch them for Termies with Combi Plaz. Is it worth dropping the Auto Cannons and Melta Squad for the Termies? If you're going to do the Termies, go the, the full Termie Bomb. Yeah, do yeah. It. the Termie Bomb for Chaos is very strong. You're going to be seeing it at a lot of events. Um, yeah, I mean, if you're going to do it, go full Monty. Go 10 Terminators with Combi Plasmas. Deep Striking in, Marcus Lanesh, and you will do work. Uh, JD Esquire says, JD Esquire, that reminds me of Bill and Ted's excellent adventure. I'm, what is it? Ted something Esquire. I don't remember. You, uh, yeah, how do you not remember? Uh, starting Tyranids, what units should you pick up? Uh, that's a good question. Tyranids are excellent. Yep. Uh, I would suggest Swarm going Lord. with Swarmlord. Um, uh, you don't have to, but he's just so good. Yeah. But definitely, 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 definitely pick up some Hormigons and some Gene Stealers. Uh, that's the to me. That's the core of a good Tyranid army. I'd say even more important than that are the Biovores. Yeah, Biovores. Get those Biovores. Bill uh, Preston, Esquire, and Ted Theodore Logan. Nailed D Scarletta. That go. was damn good. Wait, How do you not remember? He's that? at a computer. He probably googled that. No, well, still. <laughs> I can look at him on my phone. Okay. Um, oh. So yeah, de- uh, Hormigons, Gene Steelers, Broodlord. I would start there. Biovores. Yep. At least one unit of three Biovores. Oh, They're so freaking good. Um, <laughs> Now, beyond that, the Swarm Lord is amazing. Trigons are amazing. You can go Trigon, Trigon Prime. I love Molochs. Um, uh, the Mycetic Spore Pod with uh, Barb Stranglers, amazing. Um, you can't go wrong with uh, Carnifexes. They're so cheap. They're great. The um, um, Exocrine, excellent for long-range firepower. Yep. Really depends. Like If you want to go with a melee army, start there. If you want to go with a shooting army, uh, then maybe you go with Devil Gaunts. Um, but really, I would think about the type of archetype you want to play. For me personally, I think taking shooting, uh, deep striking units, and then um, lots of bodies is a winning combo for Tyranids. But um, yeah. that's going to vary from person to person. Uh, yeah, I love Tyranids. They're so so good. Uh, really a KB. Uh, he has a question. That's a, that's a book. That's not yeah. a question. Elysian Drop Troops Regiment Special Orders has one that lets you fire all your weapons as assault weapons. Does this mean you can fire your pistols as assault weapons? Does this also change grenades to assault weapons? Uh, yeah, the Elysians have lots yeah. of problems. I would say... Personally, I mean, if it I, says all weapons, I would say all your weapons, but it does create some weird things. I check check the FAQ. They did they FAQ'd Forge World stuff again. Yeah, he was saying that they didn't FAQ this one. Yeah, you know, yeah, good old... Take old, that, you jerk. Good old... Yeah. I would say... Off the cuff, Ganyo rule in effect. I would say all your weapons <laughs> we get Ganyo assault rule. weapons. Yeah. We haven't done the Ganyo rule yeah. in a while. Uh, Tatito Logan, yes. Shout out to, to Jersey Larry from yeah. Wolfkins Carl every time. And Bugman. Don't forget about him. 1983, would you recommend the big uh, Necron Forge rule pylon versus Knights? Yes. yes. <laughs> that thing is a monster. That thing dude. is stupid. If Magnus has got you down, bring that. Pylon. Yeah, the pylon. Knights got you down, pylon. So should they always just take pylons? It's it's pretty one good. of the better uh, yep. Lords of War in the game. Yeah, whatever it looks at, just evaporates. it just vaporizes it. And it's like we know. Oh man, let's do a Billy, a Billy D Williams. No, a, a Billy Blanks. Mm-hmm. Uh, Sham Wow. No, Sham Wow. Typo. Billy, Billy Blanks is Typo. Yeah. Who was the guy that, that did all the? Oh, I don't remember. The name. drugs and prostitutes and did uh, Sham Wow. He was the Sham Wow guy. Billy. That wasn't Billy. Something. That wasn't a Shamwow, was it? Yeah, well, yeah. You're talking yeah. about the guy who did coke. Billy Mays. Billy Mays. Billy Mays. Billy Mays. And I'm here to tell you about the Necron Pylon. Yeah. It shoots. It doesn't move. Yeah. And deep strikes. And then he yeah, died yeah. from like a coke overdose. As 
They all do. Yeah. <laughs> all right, guys, that's enough questions. Put us right at the hour mark. Perfect. Hope you guys enjoyed the new format for the show. Hope you enjoyed the drippy banana, the world's greatest, and me. The old man. I mean, that's not, no. That's not. Old I wish man I would have known that I was not in the shot anytime it changed that camera. I would have just let my gut out the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> anytime that camera was Just went, been yeah. sucking it in. Yeah. I've just been sucking it in all the time. But anyways, guys, thanks for tuning in. Make sure to watch that video battle report and tune in for another Signals next Wednesday. And we have another battle report coming up on uh, Monday. And it's going to feature a highly competitive game between the Rhino, which you mess with the horn. You get the other horn. You get the – he only has one horn. No, they have two. You get the little baby horn? He's got three. He's got three. Oh. (laughs) (laughs) And he's uh, playing a very, very skilled local player, uh, Mike Snyder. The uh, armies, what they lack in appearance, they make up for in fangs. <laughs> Pablo painted his own army, jerk. <laughs> no, Pablo's army actually looks really good. It's the first time he ever painted. Snyder's army, not so much, but it is painted. Yes. I'll give him that. Correct. All right, guys, thank you so much for joining us. We hope you enjoyed the show. We'll talk to you uh, next week, and make sure to tune in for that battle report. And we will be updating you from Nova as we go, letting you know when we all lose our first game round one. (laughs) And then we'll be out in D.C. drinking. Thank you. All right, bye.